0: Hello Dickwick listeners, our friends at Jesse Griffiths Casting Incorporated, seeking Toronto drag queens for the CBC Gem scripted digital series entitled Queens. Shooting starts at the end of November right here in Toronto. It is a non-union paid acting gig. And you can submit to open call at jessiegriffithscasting.com, subject line queens, your name and role with a re- resume and headshot. For more information, check out jessiegriffithscasting at
1: Facebook or jessiegriffithscasting.com. Thanks! Hey quick listeners, I have a small little pre-episode message from the AIDS Committee of Toronto. Their Folks Like Us program is still running. And Folks Like Us is a weekly games night and social for trans and non-binary folks. They'll be playing board games, table games, and video games while chatting about health and social issues. And pizza with vegan and gluten-free options are available. Bring your pals and your favorite games. It's every Thursday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. starting October 17th and running to December 5th. Uh, and it's located at ACT, which is 543 Young Street on the 4th floor. And you can follow them on Facebook at Folks Like Us. Do, 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 do you queer, 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 what I queer, do you queer, what I queer? This is Dick Whee-
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas.
1: Igor? Thomas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what makes me uncomfortable when you try to do voices or Thomas. impressions of anything?
1: This is just my impression of me starting a podcast. <laughs> Hi, Elliot. Hi, Tom. Hi, listeners. Welcome to... Do... You. Queer what? I queer. Que- <laughs> that's Tom. And that's Elliot. And they we're quick. Thanks for tuning in. It's really nice of you to do so. This- We're
0: feeling spooky and kooky tonight. Absolutely. Come along with us on this ride. It will be a bumpy one.
1: We're gonna be bumping in bunkers with bewildering witches this <laughs> episode. So Bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. I am bottoming for bewildered witches at all <laughs> moments of all days. I just need everyone to know that. I douche with like a witch's hat that I cut the cone off of. And I just like just I just put you know what I mean? <laughs> But no, that's what I do. No, I don't. But I really like. I want to go on that journey with you. I can demonstrate it for you later.
0: <laughs> demonstrate. Thank you. Thanks Damn it. for tuning in. Um, if you like what you hear from us two silly little faggots, head on over to <laughs> iTunes and give us a rate and review, or wherever you're listening to this episode. Oh yeah, Spotify or whatever. Do it.
1: Tell your friends. Uh, if you hate us, please tell us. Please tell your friends to hate listen to us. I we, don't care. I want to hate listen. Me too. Yeah. And also, like, who could like us is my question. That's... Not many people. Correct. So, Jesse doesn't. Uh, but Jesse is in-house today, so... For the first time ever. That's slacker. I know. And he's click-clacking away in a little keyboard <laughs> over there so violently that I think he's trying to silence us as per usual. <laughs> so, Jesse, if you could kindly quiet down and do your job we'd appreciate
0: also you can head on over to Instagram and Facebook and social media um, cute things cute and Patreon Twitter Patreon and just like Throw your support behind us. We love it. We like it when people champion us or
1: demonize us. Both both are fantastic. I would like a demon to champion me, if possible. I'm That's looking, what
0: I've been doing for the last few years that I've known you.
1: Are you a champion or are you my own personal hell, Tom? I still haven't been able to figure that out. Finger that out? Can't I do both and finger you at the same time? It was a Freudian slip up in here. Listen, I'll listeners. a Freudian slip in you. We have a special announcement to make. We do? That we've been sitting on, kind of. Well, before I make the special announcement, um, buy our merchandise. We would we would adore that. Thanks to everyone who has been buying and who's bought. Buy it. Take a picture. Hashtag. Um, show some support because we're just like we're just like a local little queer show. Oh my
0: God. Oh, so queer and local. My little. nipples hurt. I don't we're, know why. We're was... a micro
1: podcast. We're not a micro. No. <laughs> we're not a micro brewery, Tom. Micro penis. Listen to our announcement. Okay. This is the last episode of season three. It is. Welcome to the finale. It is
0: welcome to the finale. It's been a long, hard road. Yep. Let's not let's not kid ourselves that it hasn't been. Let's not candy corn it. <laughs> I'm not here to candy corn hungry beast
1: anything. Sugarcoat this candy corn hungry beast is not what we're doing right now. But
0: here we are. It's been a journey. Before we go any further, Elliot, how are you feeling in
1: episode seventy? Please tell me in a color. Happy episode seventy. That's fucking bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um. So. <clears throat> Okay, my color. Should I start with an anecdote or start with a color? Um, I want you to do whatever you wish. Organic. Um, so, okay, well, I'll start with my color. Okay. Uh, you're sitting in a nondescript waiting room. It could be a dentist's office. It could be a doctor's office. Um, it could be at the DMV. We're not sure. Um, but it doesn't actually matter because that's my color. Is just the absolute bland non-space space of a waiting room where time seems to stop. Um, You can't have any feelings because nothing there could possibly elicit any feelings. Even the plants don't really look alive. They might be plastic. They might not be. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm like the color of whatever cream beige weird wall color there is. There's right. there's magazines that like, why even bother reading There's like them?
0: crusty maroon chairs.
1: Exactly. Thank you. Maroon might be too spicy for this R- scenario. Right. But yeah, definitely. Right. There's If if there's fabric on a chair, it's faded beyond recognition.
0: So before you move, uh, before you go any further, I'm going to plot myself right there mm. in that waiting room with you because that is exactly my color too. Plot, plot, it plot, is like a. Uh, it's like so beige that it's gray, but you wouldn't call it either color. And I'm actually, like, working in the waiting room. Yeah, oh so my I'm god. So I'm, like, behind a desk, and I have lots to do. I'm not doing any of it.
1: Well, may I ask you, then, where are we? Is it is it um, healthcare? Are we at, a, um, um, like, a... No, th-
0: those, those details are too spicy. Right, okay, true. So it's probably, actually, the waiting room to purgatory. Oh,
1: I love that. Yeah. So technically, we're never leaving. We're never leaving. Here we are. Well, if I could feel feelings, I'd probably feel anxiety right now. Um, Same. But I don't have feelings. This is weird.
0: We usually never match energies, so I'm this. This actually probably means a, ba- a bad thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. M- maybe this is maybe this is the last episode ever. Not not by us wanting it to be, but maybe we just because start. we both
0: fade away into nothingness. That's Thanos very Is going to snap, and we're both turning to dust.
1: That made me wet. So I don't know what that. Jesse, means. Pamela,
0: and Pepper are all fine. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You and me, dust.
1: Yeah. We yeah. get blipped or whatever the fuck it's called. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> so, the anecdote for that, or the reason for that, um. I'm going to describe it as I watched my cat eat a roll of toilet paper. Jesse, do you mind? Can you just police the um, feline for a second?
0: That is my fault. I did throw the the paper towel at Jesse earlier.
1: Oh well, now she's hungry for it. So, <laughs> listen, anecdote corner. Um, okay, it's barely even an anecdote, but like, uh, I've been really overwhelmed lately. I okay. don't mean to complain too much, but uh, doing a PhD, um, being in two PhD courses, plus writing a dissertation proposal, plus uh, running a weekly podcast plus having two partners um is a lot it's been a lot i've been feeling uh, closer and closer to breaking yeah um in in just all manner of of the of the word uh so like today it was especially bad i we watched the election last night we did. Tom, we Jesse, did we'll get into that we'll get into that yes and uh and I, uh, so I was late for homework. I was getting up. I was scrambling. I was so anxious. I was trying to cram psychoanal- psychoanalysis, which is not something you can like read lightly or easily. So anxious, I like wrote. I wrote this response. I didn't feel did good you about it. Just look inside my brain. Or? I did. Yes, so I psychoanalyzed you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Psychoanalyzed. It sounds like my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Ooh, too close to the mark. Um, and then I just, I had this moment where uh, everything became so much that I snapped. And yeah. then I literally couldn't feel anything. Yeah. And from that moment, I have been utterly numb inside. And it's been kind of fantastic.
0: Yeah, I'm really going to hitch my cart to your wagon. It Please. is bizarre that we both had a snapping point today, but I did too. And I, uh, we, usually I would feel really anxious, but
1: I just don't. It's like our brains gave us the Xanax that we both desperately yeah. need.
0: I wonder if it had to do with the election because we were both on pretty. Much, we were both on edge last night. Yeah, that's true. And the ele- And I have a feeling that this purgatory is sort of what happened at the election last night. Like yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't a good outcome, but it
1: wasn't a bad outcome. Wait, maybe like, the conservatives actually won, and we died in the bar.
0: Oh, and we're in
1: purgatory right now. Okay, maybe we never left. Well, that sounds. Actually, it doesn't sound anything. I have no feelings for it. I don't care if that's the reality, so that's fantastic. Listen.
0: Yeah, we wanted to wait. This is our fastest turnaround ever for episode 70. You're getting it hot. You are basically listening as we're talking. It's,
1: I'm burning. That's how hot off the press this episode is going to be. Um, we should say, I know I don't need to say this because y'all will wait. Um, however, in the interim, like we still have interviews lined up. We're still running the show. We just won't be producing it. Um, until we have enough to do weekly again without feeling like we're going to break. Um, so Dickwick's trucking along. Dickwick's still going. Um, you likely won't have to wait as long as you did between two and three. But we don't make promises here because promises aren't queer. Promises right? aren't queer. No, they're not. All right. How can I? How can I define time and space? Yeah, I hear. I hear you. Do you? You're a fucking black hole of a human. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but that's too exciting. I'm. I'm breadcrumbs blowing in, like, a subway grate. You're, like, like a
0: crouton yeah on like the subway platform of what's a boring subway like St. Clair
1: <laughs> sure that is <laughs> such a boring subway but yeah no like pigeons aren't even picking at me no one gives a fuck I, dr- I was
0: driving a few months ago with my friends and we drove past a restaurant called croutons no I feel like maybe we're in the restaurant croutons right now croutons <laughs> if you're listening we need sponsorship
1: hey reach out to us do you need two people to sit forever in purgatory in a restaurant <laughs> We'll be those people. We will
0: crunch your
1: old... Cubed small bread. Did you see that meme? It's like the first person to invent croutons, like eating salad. They're like, "Mm, I wish this salad hurt. (laughs) I did unfortunately
0: see that because I do love croutons and memes. I hate croutons. You hate croutons? Get out out of my salad. Get out of my salad. It's like saying you hate cardboard. Like it just exists. I don't love cardboard. It's like saying you hate the waiting room we're in right now. It just is.
1: Also, I realized as I said it that I don't, in fact, hate it. I don't, in fact, anything it. (laughs)
0: Oh my god! You're already exhausting. Listen. Let's get to getting.
1: Listen. Listen.
0: Yeah, Thomas. Look! 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 Look!
1: Election was yesterday.
0: It happened. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling better than many of my friends and colleagues okay. who are upset.
1: Okay. Let's let's talk about why both <clears throat> sides are a, a thing.
0: Sure. So, what we really wanted, um. What, I say the I'm using the royal we because it feels like many of my friends that I've spoken to sort of f- feel the same way. Yeah, that we really wanted electoral reform going into this election, we didn't get it. Therefore, going into the polls yesterday, yeah, we were forced to make a really difficult decision to either vote for something that we care in and believe in, or vote against something that we hate. And for the for. For yesterday's vote, we couldn't do both at once. Correct, and that was a very, very frustrating thing. Correct. I got numerous phone calls of people asking me what to do, which is which is very sweet. I, I actually, it's 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 very impressive, and I'm I'm quite pleased that people cared so much. Yes. Um. But I, I, I honestly couldn't tell them what
1: to fucking do because I didn't know what to do myself. But but I love I love that everyone was asking. I love one of my favorite things about last night was we were at the bar and um this person came over to our table and uh. Without being embarrassed, which they shouldn't be. They they asked for um for us to explain what was going on, uh, yeah. how the electoral system worked. And I feel like uh like Tara had said at our last episode, we need to get rid of any sort of stigma around not knowing about our electoral system. It's fucking confusing. Yeah, none of us know in its entirety unless you're like a political scientist or you dedicate your life to researching this. We yeah. need to be able to ask without being embarrassed. And I was just really happy to see that in action.
0: Yeah. Um, Um, I took numerous hours to drive up to... I said this on the last episode, to drive up to my parents' riding in suburban Ontario, and it flipped from blue to red. It flipped to the Liberals, which I think maybe... I doubt very many ridings across the country did that. That's very exciting. So we are very happy that that happened.
1: Um, Also, I can't describe um, our electoral system in detail for all of our non-Canadian listeners, but essentially um, we don't have... um, a rep- proportional representation in right. it so it depends on population density it depends on where your riding is situated yeah um, and how the ridings are cut so what we witnessed yesterday was frustrating because uh for anyone who is excited for a change and for people who have wanted to vote NDP in the past but have been voting strategically um and voting liberal in that sense uh there was a real sense of excitement of change but yeah. I think because we were too scared we were too scared but also like because of the way our electoral system works I expected to see the NDP skyrocket, but it's because they were still concentrated in those ridings that the numbers didn't matter. Like we saw the Bloc Quebecois skyrocket, yeah. and not the NDP. But I know that the NDP got a higher percentage of votes yes. than the Bloc Quebecois. Much higher, right? Yes.
0: So it was like sixteen percent of the popular vote. Conservatives actually got the high, the thirty-four percent of the popular vote, which it doesn't surprise me. No, because you know there's one party to the right here, well, one that we we choose to recognize, and there's other parties to the left so of course we don't know what the percentage of of the popular vote would have looked like with proportional representation because we don't have proportional representation exactly so it's just like it's this weird vicious circle yeah. and now that the liberals still have a uh are in power albeit yeah. a minority government um they're probably not going to work on electoral reform because it really worked out in their favor this exactly time.
1: Um, really exciting, though, thing that I'd like to shout out is that shout out. Um, Green Party has three seats, which is uh, unheard of for Canada. So that's very fucking exciting. Cool, yeah. Um,
0: Two in BC and one popped up on the East Coast. Fuck is yeah. Which
1: exciting. Uh, and especially in this day and age when we saw everyone come out for the climate strike, it just it, it needed to happen. Um, so that's amazing.
0: Two more quick things on the election, if you don't mind, Elliot, and listeners. Please go, pig daddy. Okay, so... <laughs> Fill my. Are you telling box. me to leave? Did you say please go? No, like and go off. Fill okay. my pink hole. What? So, um, as you know, I have a lot of, uh, media obsessions, mm-hmm. and a lot of them stem from my childhood mm-hmm. media obsessions. So Can did I you,
1: psychoanalyze you? Did you? Fuck off. <laughs> did you
0: know this? That so, w- my favorite show for many reasons when I was a kid was X Men, the animated series. Did you know? Do you know what I'm about to tell you? Um,
1: it's coming back to Netflix, is it not? Uh,
0: it, well, it's coming to Disney oh, Plus or whatever. Thank you. But that is not what I'm telling you. Tell me. Rogue, who is possibly the best character of all time ever, ever. The woman who voiced her was elected yesterday. What? Yes. In uh, Cumberland, Colchester, Nova Scotia. Z- her name is Lenore Zahn. And she spent 10 years as an NDP... Um and she was
1: elected yesterday as a liberal tickle me a cumberland cucumber that's so exciting fucking
0: rogue is representing us in the fucking parliament like how excited are you for that that's so exciting i know it's just a voice actor but still rogue yes yeah um we need little wins here (laughs) i was hoping you'd be more excited but fair enough hopefully Um, there's a, a queer nerd listening right now that is excited can you email me and just tell me that that you love rogue I don't know why you expected me
1: to be more excited. I'm giving you my all right okay. now, Tom.
0: You remind me of a church wafer.
1: Too exciting still?
0: I don't know. Have you ever eaten one?
1: No, I've heard it so tastes like, like water.
0: You chomp down and it like... it. it this is going to gross me out to even say, but it like sticks to the roof of your mouth. No. And you don't have enough saliva to actually get it down your throat. So it's stuck in your mouth for a while. And it becomes this like... um gluten uh not gluten like gelatinous. gelatinous sort of glob
1: okay so as if catholicism wasn't homoerotic enough <laughs> now you have the load of christ in your mouth i don't understand and, and you, you swallow it down swallow. with wine you have to swallow yeah i'm wildly aroused i want to have sex in a church now yeah we need to stop this recording okay um, let's head on
0: over to saint marie among the No, here- nope i don't know <laughs> saint marie among the here we need to edit that out we need to edit that out <laughs>
1: Um, fix your pop mic like, filter what editing anyway just pull it up a bit higher you're just, talking over it like yeah yeah like just that. don't
0: tell me what to do please. don't tell me what to do it's episode 70 for fuck's sake for fuck's neither sake. of us have died yet okay one more quick thing yes I know I keep saying that um so uh, Ellie and I and maybe many of the listeners yesterday too were quite surprised at the surge of in the Quebecois we probably shouldn't have been surprised um because it it kind of makes sense. Not very many people were excited about our election, and there were lots of memes and opinions going around saying, oh, instead of electing any of these people, can we just uh, run into the woods and hide forever? And so that's basically what the people of Quebec did (laughs) by voting for the Bloc Québécois, which is, do you know anything about the Bloc Québécois, Elliot?
1: Um, Not enough that I would ever speak with confidence on it, so please, Okay,
0: so as everything I say... Uh, there's no confidence between behind this perfect so I, I, I just i just read it on wikipedia so you should do your own research
1: i don't know why you're attacking me but thank you i will do that
0: i'm not talking to you i'm talking to the listeners for god's sakes <laughs> the people that matter
1: Ooh, spicy <laughs> kitchen tom spicy kitchen <laughs> i can't come back from this episode i swear to god okay
0: so yo yeah. dude, what year? What year do you think the Bloc Québécois was formed? Um, 1996. Oh, that's that's much closer than I thought. Uh, it's 1991. Hmm. Um, and it was an informal coalition of the conservative and liberal members of parliament from Quebec who left their original parties. And the party was intended to be temporary and given the goal of the promotion of sovereignty at the federal level.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, for people that don't know, uh, Quebec as a province has been trying to secede from Canada and become its own nation.
0: Which was the original point of the Bloc Québécois. Right. Um, which is uh, so, yeah, so the party aimed to disband um, and gained in-law supporters, blah, blah, blah. And in 1995 is when the last render, rem, r- r- render random, red rum, r- red rum, red rum was called. Um, and so the block entered the campaign for the we side in favor of sovereignty. Um, the we Come, side. On, Come on, Tom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's for all of our bilingual hotties out there. <laughs> It did kind of
0: sound like I was asking for piss play, <laughs> like did. secretly.
1: This is why my ears perked right up <laughs> really? and my color instantly changed. <laughs> Listen.
0: Anyway, on. So the referendum happened. I can't believe this. Um, the difference became moot when 50.6% of voters taking part in the referendum rejected the sovereignty plan. Huh. Uh, after an overwhelming no vote in Montreal tipped the balance. This is in 91? This is in 95. Okay. But it was created in 91. I see. In sort of in lead up to this thing. And so...
1: And then half the province was like, nah. Yeah. We're Literally, literally only
0: half. Crazy. Like 0.6%. Wild, yeah. Mad. So, um, but it was established at that time, and it still continues to this day. Something I didn't know that every uh, so all. So, how many were voted in last night? Thirty-four. Or something. I think thirty-four. Um, every member of Parliament must if for for the Bloc Québécois must speak French at all times. Huh. So, at all times of Parliament, they are only allowed to speak French, which is so interesting. And of course, part of their Francophone sovereignty agenda. It's yeah. It's very interesting.
1: For anyone that doesn't know as well, it's not from Canada or beyond. Um, Quebec is our French-speaking province, and um, uh, one of their biggest issues there is language sovereignty. Um, and it's like, it's a, it's a point of, I almost said national pride, but they're not a nation. They think but they are, though. You know what I mean. Um, uh, but actually, I did a little
0: digging into the Bloc Québécois. And dig, And what... <laughs> Digging like a fucking uh, <laughs> grave digger, um, and I found out some interesting things of what what the party stands for. So number one, Quebec sovereignty. Obviously, we just said that. Yeah. Um, but they do care in this order: environmentalism, abortion rights, LGBTQ rights, legalization of assisted suicide. Um. Abolition of the Canadian Senate, withdrawal of Canadian troops from overseas, opposition to Canadian participation in wars overseas. Okay, what? And the abolition of the monarchy,
1: obviously, because they want to secede. I'm sorry. I All I knew going into this yesterday, and I should have done my research, I've heard that um, there's a lot of thinly veiled white supremacist rhetoric
0: Well, I have also heard that, but not, I haven't read anything about that. I've only heard that from, and I think there actually is. Yeah, no, no. Of course
1: those things can all exist at the same time. I just like, uh, politics are just so fucking strange. I heard that and I was like, immediately wouldn't think they would stand for half those things. But I want to go have queer sex there, get an abortion, then kill myself. That's perfect.
0: I support that for you. Thank
1: you. I actually think that would get me a lot of attention. Oh, I love that for you. <laughs> if you don't wear a massive billowing white wedding gown to my wedding, I'll haunt you for the rest of the Wedding? My yeah. Can
0: I have a wedding for your corpse at your funeral? Is that what you're suggesting?
1: If you don't fuck my corpse at my wedding, at my wedding, at my funeral, we're, again, haunt, haunted. Consider yourself haunted. So I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 2-H-R-E-B-L-E. <to a> <laughs> You just made Jesse laugh out loud. Jesse, quiet over there. Jesse. You don't find us charming or funny at all. I don't know why you're pretending.
0: That actually, that joke works on a few levels. um, Mainly because um, when I was an undergrad, instead of writing essays, I wrote poetry. So I just, and some of the poetry I wrote was in French, even though I don't speak French. And so that was sort of a callback inside joke
1: that I've now just let you all in on. Uh, Tom needs to find this poem and read it on season four of Dickwick. Because apparently it was what, 2,000 words? 2,000 words, yeah. And the can you just recite the final line of this epic poem for everybody?
0: Corpse, 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 body.
1: If you don't have goosebumps, <laughs> I don't know what will. If you don't win the whatever Pulitzer, Nobel, I don't fucking know what poetry is. You're, you're the Poet laureate now for Canada. Congratulations. I accept that. Thank you very much. Do I get to hold a scepter? Uh, There's a sash. There's a scepter. (laughs) And you have to fuck a corpse in front of everyone at the inauguration. (laughs) Inauguration?
0: Anyway, moving (laughs) on from inaugurations and weddings and funerals. Correct. um, Yeah, lots of questions about the block. They hold a a large number of seats in our government now. What, What I've just read that they stand for is interesting. If I'm incorrect, please email in and tell me. Truth be told, I don't care about Quebec too much. Right. Um, if you separate, um, good on you.
1: I mean, it will <laughs> drastically affect the nation. Oh, yeah.
0: You the- kept yelling, but the water <laughs> last night.
1: I mean, everyone, yeah, listen. <laughs> other reasons than water. Um, I was really thirsty. The
0: other, the la- I know I keep saying this is the last thing, but the last thing that's weird about, have you heard about Wexit? No. Okay. So so most of Western Canada voted cons- voted blue, voted conservative, because they're so mad at trudeau for not supporting their pipelines and oil and they hate the carbon
1: tax can i guess what you're about to say go ahead is the western seaboard of our country trying to exit sounds like it shut the fuck up sounds like it first of all this is only
0: day one of that sure
1: get your own word we're bored (laughs) i don't want to hear wexit now for the next 15 years i'm already irritated go yeah Leave
0: go, Quebec. You go <laughs> Western Canada. You go to Coexit. You know what? Anyone? The rest of
1: Ontario. Can you go? Maybe Tom. We should just go. <laughs> hey, I was thinking about this last night. Queers it, like Church, Church Street exit exit or Quexit. Queers it. exit. Queers exit. Quexit. Can we secede every single queer um, allies? You can come to. Yeah. Sure. Um, let's just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Let's, um- so
0: I don't think we can do that unless we migrate
1: well listen i don't want to colonize so there's a okay. there's a large floating garbage island what if we call colon- <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing on it i don't think let's move to garbage island
0: right don't say that about hawaii oh my god uh-
1: <laughs> i don't even i don't even understand no
0: i just I, um w- hold on what if we colonize another white yeah cultures yeah island so we could take over
1: let's I colonize the og colonizers that's that's conquistador England? spain sure fuck it yeah let's do it all of europe we're coming for you okay <laughs> this has been an
0: interesting <laughs> conquistador corner con
1: corner no conquistador listen no i loved that for you not so much for me anyway
0: <laughs> stay tuned listeners on wexit and checks it and quacks it and quacks it
1: <laughs> I'm not done with the election. I'm so sorry. One last okay, okay. One last thing: the party that we didn't want to mention. We mentioned it briefly. The People's Party, yeah. PP. The Pooh Party, the whatever. PP Poop Party. The white PP supremac- Poop Pants Party. The White Supremacist pee Poop <laughs> Pants Party of Canada, who is being led by Maxime Bernier. <laughs> that motherfucker didn't even.
0: That motherfucker didn't even win, didn't his, own win his own seat.
1: So that's so exciting. That's so exciting. Zero seats for you, Maxine Bernier.
0: I laughed out loud at the meme today of like... Describe it. Of the mean girls when... When... What's, who's the gay guy in that
1: movie? Fuck, oh my god. Adrian? No, A- no, oh my god. No, that
0: was my friend who auditioned for that role. Uh, Damien, Damien! Thank you, G- Jess. Jesus Christ. Damien's handing out candy canes in class, and Gretchen doesn't have any, and he goes, and none for Gretchen Wieners, and the meme said... And none for Maxine Bernier. And it was just, it was very, it was great. Uh, upon describing it, it's not very funny. I love it. Okay.
1: I love it. And really, who, who is the show for, Tom? is for you and I.
0: <laughs> Don't say that out loud. Jesse, stop, stop laughing. laughing. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> I love how we've organically thrown in spooky tidbits here and there.
0: I'm tired of you saying organically.
1: I'm gonna say like, it don't you can't do that. As much as I organically feel like. Um, Tom, may I may I go for a bit? Oh yeah, yeah, may please, I, please. May I ghost Ooh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave now. Goodbye. It's been nice. <laughs> Good night. Um No, so I, I would like to Say a few things. Okay. Um, welcome to my corner. Wait, you were going to say one more thing about the... Ele- oh, the, no, it was, oh, the it people was poop party. The poopy pants party. Um, first, um, everyone, happy Asexual Awareness Week. Oh. Very exciting. Asexual Awareness Week. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I've heard lots of debates as to whether or not asexual people belong in the queer umbrella, which yeah. I kind of... Personally, I find bullshit, and I'm sure... Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not here to get into that.
0: I'm sorry. I have I owe listeners and you an apology. I, I have an amazing asexual guest coming on to talk, and I just ha- they just haven't been able to come on yet. So yep. hopefully in season four,
1: soon, soon. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a voice from our community that we have not heard yet. Yeah. I mean, not that there's one monolithic voice of asexual folk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's a gap. We need to recognize that. Um, happy asexual awareness week. Cool. Um, switching. Switching gears now. This, well, this is obviously our last episode of the season, so we won't get to bring you a spooky Halloween episode. So I have a few, like... Are you here to spook me? Because you know I spook easily. I have a few creepy, spooky ghost stories. Oh, no. Um, first, though, yeah. So I have a few things. I was thinking about this on the walk home today. <clears throat> um, like myself having recently come out as genderqueer um, on the show, I was thinking about the significance of Halloween. And this is not an original thought. I've heard this a lot. But the significance of Halloween for genderqueer people... Um, And, like, to anyone who dresses up this Halloween in, like, a gender non-conforming costume and gets that, like, tingle feeling, like, I see you and I love you and it's really exciting and, like, it doesn't have to be a costume. That's cute. I love that. I get it. And I'm really excited for that. I feel like this is such a good time to explore for people.
0: Great. Um, What's the other side of the argument there, though? Because I've also heard that it's, like...
1: Oh, like, you don't just get to, like, put on... Yeah. Like, like, like your Halloween drag, you mean? Yeah. Like, it's not... I don't know. I- like, oh, like, like don't treat our identities as a costume. Thank you. Sure, sure. Like, everything, it's context-based. Yeah. How are you doing it? Is it appropriative? Yeah. Um, what I mean more is, like, because it's something I've experienced, like, that feeling of being like, oh, like, there's something more than me being excited to go out for Halloween. Like, this feels good or feels right, right you know right like, one of
0: my best friends who will remain nameless at this exact point in time we always hang out with him on halloween and he always dons a wig and yeah. he always lives his best best life yeah and i like i just see the sparkle in his eyes and yeah. i wish he could experience that every day
1: but. well and that's the thing too like you don't even have to say that you're genderqueer or be genderqueer like it it's just such a lovely time to get outside these fucking binaries and to like experience something um which i wanted to ask you because I have my own ideas, and I'm sure there's a lot of scholarship on this, but I, I don't know. Well, then you're asking the wrong person. Well, no, like, I just mean, like, in a conversation, why do you think Halloween is so important to queer people? Why do you think scary movies and horror, like, why is that so integral? Because it is, you know?
0: Well, I think Halloween, I don't know, I'm just thinking off the top of my head right now. But there's something about it that, um, that's fun and and flirty and being someone you're not or being who is is really you inside mm-hmm. or something that represents you or something that represents something about you that you may try to hide the rest of the year. But underneath it, it's this like really spooky, scary day of the dead, trauma, like death and ghouls mm-hmm. yes. that like it sort of represents our communal experience in a way. Fuck that's yeah. just what i that's completely what i was right thinking
1: now. too i was i yeah i was kind of hoping you touch on that that yeah if that makes sense to anyone reach out i'm curious to hear people's thoughts on it because there's something about celebrating and i mean as queers do we're really good at taking terrible traumatic experiences and turning it into camp or yeah. art or drag yeah. or whatever and i feel like halloween's like the ultimate epitome of that we get to revel in all of the awful things in the world that are usually thrown at us and like i don't know we get to throw them back yeah so i'm super pumped about this halloween as I always am. Um, and also, horror movies are just so campy. And I'm sure there's a long history of, like, yeah, you know, horror and queerness.
0: Um, Elliot, I'm inviting you on the air right now. I think we touched on it before, but on Halloween night at Buddies and Bad Times, there's a bronze party, which is Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> themed. And obviously, I'm going yes. and you should go. And- I'm, I'm coming. I'm cool, coming. Cool, cool. Everyone come so meet us. Come there. and meet us. And-
1: um, I still have to figure out who I'm going to be, but I'm thinking Faith, but we need to work out because we want to be everyone from the Scooby Gang and our. I just collie. don't
0: th- I think if you were to be anyone You should be Drusilla
1: I would like to be Drusilla as yeah. well um, I can do that I just want to wear those fucking pants That Faith has Then be Faith Then Listen. you should just be Okay, look, look Sorry, I'm we'll interrupting you Go ahead, spook are, me No, who are you going to be? Thomas
0: um, The lonely guy who watches it from home <sighs> <laughs>
1: You and your teenage years. <laughs> Masturbating furiously to Angel, probably.
0: Oh my god, Angel. You
1: should be Angel, Fuck. but just style your hair with cum. <laughs> Wait, that's how I always style my hair. <laughs> your quaff looks extra crispy tonight, Thomas. Uh, okay, are you ready for my bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I was really hoping I'd be able to find something like this. Internet, you did not let me down. Okay. Um, everything I'm about to say is from Wikipedia. Wikipedia it's from an article for logo by sam manzella um and sam manzella was writing based on ken summer's book queer hauntings the tales uh true tales of gay and lesbian ghosts so i just have a few cute queer hauntings for you okay uh first is lizzie borden tom what do you know About Lizzie Borden.
0: Oh, God. Lizzie Borden. I know that there's a bunch of plays written about her. Didn't she kill her sister or something?
1: Kind of. No. Like, not. No. She didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how rumors start when I speak. I have no idea. Close enough, though. Yeah. Okay. So, um, on the morning of August 4th, 1982, in Fall River, Massachusetts, a wealthy Christian couple, Andrew Borden, and his wife, Abby Borden, were murdered in their home. Andrew Borden is Lizzie Borden's father. Abby is her stepmother. Uh, So, Abby was struck 19 times with a hatchet. And Andrew was struck 10 times with a hatchet. This is upsetting content warning. Um, but one of Andrew's eyeballs was split directly in half, which suggested to forensic scientists that he was hatcheted in his sleep. Ooh, really upsetting. Um, so multiple sources say that there's no doubt that Lizzie was the guilty party. She was tried and acquitted for the murders, which is really interesting. When I was looking it up, um, according to Joseph Conforti for the Smithsonian, this was due to nativism, gender stereotypes, and wealth. Um, nativism was like a a kind of rampant, um, uh, racism, but like even against like other European immigrants, it was just like immigrant phobia. Okay. Um, there was a lot of people in the area that could have been scapegoated. There was like enough doubt, I guess. Also her dad was like very fucking wealthy. Um, and a woman couldn't kill anyone with a hatchet, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So also it was rumored that Borden had a relationship with Bridget Sullivan, who was um, the maid, who also allegedly witnessed the murders. Okay. Uh, Also, there's a film that came out last year, I Need to See It, and uh, Kristen Stewart plays Bridget Sullivan, and uh, Chloe 78 plays Lizzie Borden. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen the preview for that. Really want to fucking see it. Um, Okay, so then following the murders, following her acquittal, Lizzie moved to Maplecroft, which was a nearby property, with her sister Emma, uh, and it is rumored that she began dating an actor, a female actor, actress, actor, actor, named Nance Mm -hmm. O'Neill, um before finally uh, scorning her and then ending their romance now there for are
0: extra points for using the word scorn we need to use that more i love that word so much
1: it makes me kind of hungry for scones yeah and i get hot when i say but then it. to
0: spit them out at someone that you hate like you like a scone scorn
1: mm, scone me scorns what a sconce too might i add the word sconce, sconce to this and perhaps scored like having sex with them too listen thomas um there are many reported sightings of paranormal activity at Maplecroft um, Maplecroft manor including people seeing the very apparition of lizzie borden herself haunting those queer fucking scorned walls which i'm obsessed with full of scones there are scones falling out of the scorned walls. wait a second
0: so people there's been reports of seeing the ghost of lizzie of borden lizzie borden.
1: like straight up her figure haunting those halls yeah that's terrifying i don't want to hear that i'm obsessed um okay next up on our list is Liberace. <laughs>
0: Okay. Which I
1: fucking love. This one's like whiplash inducing. Um, So obviously the famous and prolific flamboyant queer pianist uh, who died of AIDS related illness in 1987 um, is said to haunt the Tivoli Gardens, which is the restaurant that once was Liberace's Tivoli Gardens. Um, So Liberace had claimed to have a spiritual connection to his music while he was alive. It was a spooky flamboyant dude. Um, And the servers... What'd you uh, call me? Listen can you play the piano? <laughs> a little. Um, the servers uh, at the gardens, because it's, it's now, it, it was a restaurant, um, have reported, again, seeing the apparition of Liberace himself, but also flushing toilets on their own, locking doors, and whispering in people's ears. No, that's
0: so scary. Fucking love it. Fuck so, that shit. This is
1: a direct quote. I love this. On one memorable February 4th, Liberace's death day, the spirit reportedly caused the power to abruptly fail staff who incorrectly believed it was his birthday huddled together to sing the superstar happy birthday no seconds after the final refrain the lights at carluccio's flickered back to life sadly carluccio's has since closed and relocated i love i hate also carluccio's yeah that's what they renamed it that was the family that bought his restaurant right um spooky right i don't (laughs) like
0: that that scares the fuck out of me
1: okay last up last up we got harvey milk um this one's funny as fuck so uh we've covered harvey milk really upsettingly on the show before yeah it wasn't good but we did it (sighs) you're welcome um so okay the first openly gay elected official in california who is also of course a civil rights pioneer um and who was assassinated by politician dan white on november 27th 1978 is said to haunt the streets of the castro district which of course was a queer neighborhood that was milk's home and district Uh, Nick Romero now owns the shop that used to be Milk's camera shop. uh, And he says he has claimed to have felt his presence. Which, as far as hauntings go, like, I feel a lot of shit all the time. Like, how do you... How do you know? I
0: don't know. I'm skeptical of that haunting. It's not, but... Well, I'm skeptical of any of these hauntings, but...
1: Absolutely. Um, But, so, here's the last one. So, uh, Gus Van Sant is the director of the biopic Milk. And in 2008, while they were filming this movie... Uh, someone who looked literally identical to the real Harvey Milk silently wandered onto set and sat down on a couch without saying anything. And all the actors thought it was someone coming to like pay homage. So they were re- really excited and they ran to tell. No. They ran to tell Van Sant. No. And as soon as they turned around, this fucking apparition disappeared. No, 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 no. How cool is no, that? No, I really don't like that. I have
0: spooky goosebumps. Oh, you know what, Elliot? I'm such a soft, soft daddy.
1: And like, I. Those stories freak the fuck out of me. I, I hope you not wake not like up tonight them. to Lizzie Borden getting scissored. Floating on top of your bed How very fucking dare you Now I'm not gonna sleep Or Liberace going down on milk I would accept Either of those scenarios <laughs> Please and thank you I just
0: you. Liberace Lapping up with Like a little bowl of milk
1: <laughs> While playing the piano With his toes That's so upsetting Okay Speaking of transitions Okay <laughs> That was really good Thanks for going on That spooky haunt with me By the way I appreciate What's our
0: time Do we even need to do this Yeah do it <laughs> Silly Okay What do you know about Gay animals What the fuck
1: Surprisingly a lot Unfortunately (laughs) Also, there's that really? slime that just was discovered that has the like... The
0: venom slime? It
1: has like 178
0: genders or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, just discovered? You've been alive for what, 25 years?
1: That's the nicest thing you've ever <laughs> said to me, Tom. <laughs> okay, hit me. Hit me with some fag animals, please. <laughs> some fagimals. Okay,
0: so this is from Pink News, and apparently there's some there's some fucking members of the animal kingdom beyond who are beyond mere heterosexual love it and we're pretty sure that the sheep weren't turned gay from watching gay agenda on television you know
1: what i mean okay you're gonna you're gonna make this political i see (laughs) i see where we're going
0: so from birds to mammals and reptiles homosexuality is present in all kinds of animals can you say this like david attenborough uh who are able to have sexual intercourse first we have the penguins the penguins are known to mate for life and they certainly are romantics anyway (laughs) thank you (laughs) so they are romantic and monogamous um indeed a penguin is probably more faithful than your ex whoever wrote this article is so sassy (laughs)
1: wait a second I'm Imagine obsessed. this was your job being hi. like,
0: hi, I write about gay animals for Pink
1: News. <laughs> While shaming my ex at every yeah. possible moment I have. <laughs> I'm obsessed.
0: So there are actually many same-sex couples among penguins. Um and so and these animal penguin couples will often even adopt their own babies, mm-hmm. their own baby chicks. Either by, by caring for an abandoned penguin, adorable, or by kidnapping one for another from another couple. I think that's cuter. Equally adorable.
1: Yeah. My partner and I consider consider kidnapping. Yeah, Uh, I think Uh, we should believe that. Kids, kids. You know what I mean? Taking taking kids. Oh, kids! Like little goats. Like like a small goat. You're so
0: upsetting. Like we have to believe about this entire episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So actually. Uh, Homosexuality among penguins has been known for quite some time. It was discovered and hidden from the public in 1911.
1: By who? The Pope? As it was
0: deemed too shocking. Uh, George Murray Levesque had the privilege of observing a wild colony of penguins at Cape Adair in 1911. And he described the astonishing depravity of hooligan males as they had homosexual intercourse, which was highly controversial during the
1: time. (laughs) I'm dead. I I feel like those words so accurately describe me.
0: Um, also, this is a little bit more upsetting, um, trigger warning, but as well as conducting in necrophilia and forcefully entering um, <laughs> dead <laughs> female. pen <laughs> 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 <I'm> Sorry. <laughs> sorry.
1: I can't. I can't pause this. I'm, I'm sorry. This is all my. Fault. This is all my fault. I should have said it. Oh my god. <laughs> the fuck? You just trigger warning. Penguin necrophilia. You and I talked about necrophilia like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Oh, that's true oh. we did yeah okay oh my god the way that you said entering dead
0: <laughs> okay stop it stop it i'm crying okay next we have black swans <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did natalie foreman do this time <laughs>
0: Well, Mila Kunis came along. Oh my um, God. So an estimated of one quarter of all black swans are in gay couples, <laughs> which is a, a very high statistic. Ooh. So the same sex pair of black swans often steal nests from the female so they can raise the chick. Equally, they often form thruples with a female in order to do this. Not only that, but black swans may also have relationships with other kinds of birds.
1: Okay, interspecies polymers. As <laughs> seen with the
0: infamous New Zealand love story between Thomas the Goose and Henry the Swan. The bird couple spent 18 happy gay years together before, before Henry left Thomas, typical, oh for God. a female swan. Then, after Thomas got over his heartbreak, he joined them to make a th- the threesome a thrupple
1: That's the cutest thing I've ever heard.
0: Uh, So homosexuality is also quite present in lizards in a rather unique way. Certain species of whiptail lizards are exclusively female, and the females are able to reproduce from the ovum without the fertilization of a male.
1: It's literally the future that we all want.
0: Agreed. In order to stimulate ovulation, female lizards engage in homosexual behavior. Fucking cool. And geckos are also known to show homosexual behavior in a non-reproductive manner. Next we all know about those slutty dolphins. Uh yeah. Those They're slut, raping with their pre
1: penises. You've probably
0: heard that dolphins are among the few animals that have sex for pleasure. This is indeed true. And it's therefore not surprising that the adorable sea creatures get involved in some saucy acts of love under the sea.
1: Are you reading an article right now? I'm do
0: you know what? I'm doing half and half. Okay. I think I love I'm, not- I'm pretty good at like adding in my own like saucy commentary. It's flawless. Um but there have been reports of dolphins having same-sex group sex. Fuck yes. With spottings of the Amazon River dolphin farming bands for up to up to five bisexual dolphins.
1: I want to take a page out of the Black Swan's book and join a, a cross-species polyamorous dolphin group orgy. <laughs> and you can't stop me. No one is here to stop you, Elliot. Live your
0: fucking truth, Thank all you. right? As long as no one is being harmed, you do you. Thank you so much. Now onto vultures. Ooh. <laughs> So, at Jerusalem Biblical Zoo, two male griffin vultures named Dashik and Yehuda are somewhat of a couple. So, they were bisexual vultures in
1: 19... (laughs) Damn it. I had it. I had it. You're a bisexual
0: vulture. Oh, my God. I am. I literally called myself a vulture the other night. You are that, though. Okay. Damn it. I had that without breaking. So... These bisexual vultures hit headlines in 1998 when they're often seen having open and energetic sex. Oh my God. (laughs) Who wrote this? I wrote it. I write for Pink News. This is mine coming out to you. Energetic suck. Not only that, the couple even raised a chick together. Zookeepers had provided the couple with an artificial egg, which the birds had looked after through incubation. Once it was time to hatch, zookeepers put in a baby vulture. Of course, not all love stories last forever. And after some rocky years together, Dashik and Yehuda split up. They moved on to have lovely female partners leaving their wonderful gay animal romance behind somebody hurt the author of this article so deeply i know are you ready to hear about bats yes okay so bats have oral sex and (laughs) and homosexual masturbation and intercourse and various bat species often engage in homosexual behavior even cross species with different kinds of bats forming homosexual animal relationships such has, it's been observed in both wildlife and in captivity. Uh, and of course we know about insects. And gay sex is very common among various kinds of insects. Scientists found that 85% of male insects engage in homosexuality in nature, which is a staggering statistic of fabulosity.
1: I'm sorry, and- I'm still stuck on walking in and accidentally saying a bat, giving another bat a head. <laughs> it's so upsetting. <laughs> it's so profound. Haven't you ever watched Batman and Robin? Oh my god.
0: Uh, this means that billions of bugs around the world are having gay sex each year. Despite the high number, many scientists claim that it's a case of mistaken identity with insects doing it by accident, actually intending to impregnate a female mate.
1: You gotta do what you gotta do.
0: So that's it. Tom, that's my That's my gay animal sauce corner.
1: This episode has been a <laughs> car crash, and I couldn't be happier with it. I'm sorry. We're basically on the 401. I fully... <laughs> What a topical, topical joke. Local jokes get local work. Tom, I um, I stole that from Karen Kilgariff for my favorite murder. I I couldn't hold myself together there. I know. I actually. Couldn't. It was a lot. Thank you so much it for that. That lot. was so joyous. Um, not that we need it, but should we do a double rainbow? Let's do a double rainbow. Um. <laughs> do you want me to go first? Yeah. Oh, desperately. Uh, so very on theme with my color. My double rainbow is violently banal okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> two words that don't usually go together go ahead it's my flavor it's very Gemini so I wore I wore um, my newest boyfriend's shirt one of his shirts today and it's like a nice white t-shirt um, and as I was eating sounds about white yeah well sure okay as I was eating um, a sandwich and walking with a tea in my hand I just like pictured myself spilling all over the shirt Um, But I managed to get through a three-hour seminar while drinking tea without staining it. And I'm just, like, really proud of myself.
0: That's the motherfucking stupidest double rainbow I've ever heard in my life. This is ending season three, and that's the fucking shit you're telling me? Correct. You didn't spill on someone's white t-shirt. Correct.
1: Sure, I guess it's how the fucking conservatives didn't win the election. Happy? Are you happy? No, I'm not. Tom, what's yours? Is this the end of our friendship?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Um... So, as you know, I play in the Toronto Gay Hockey Association, and we had a number of games this weekend, some of which I did better than others, and I also got to spend a lot of time with um, gays, new and old, and um, I got to know a bunch of, like, I, I love getting to know people, it's my favorite thing to do, and laughing with them, and hearing their stories. And I sort of got to do that all weekend, and it was really special, and I really... I love new, new fucking queers, and getting oh, to know
1: them. That made me really happy. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah, you they're little... all
0: they're all like, like uh, my friend group isn't diverse by any means. Like they're all like white guys. It's hockey. Who play hockey? It's
1: hockey. Yeah, yeah, um, redundant.
0: Yeah, so like people uh, one w- one way to sort of like. um connect in queer groups, I find, is that people want to know each other's coming out stories, which I think is really dear if mm-hmm. you're willing to share it. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny with this particular group of people, it's like, it was fine. How was yours?
1: It was fine. Because the age group. I guess so. That's so interesting. Yeah. That makes me so happy.
0: And then there was talk of, like, guilt about... About the fact that it wasn't bad. The fact that it wasn't bad. And so I was trying to sort of push the fact that um, it's actually quite a huge celebration that it was not bad because that's what many people... We're striving to do before you for many decades fuck
1: yeah and and let's use that that non-traumatic space in our hearts yeah to help other people right and to lift everyone up
0: and if you're a bat go down on each other and mutually
1: masturbate yeah if you're uh, a black swan fuck any species of birds (laughs) that you'd feel like um and if you're a penguin try not to have necrophiliac sex but if you have to don't tell us about it penguins out there right in yeah yeah. Tell us about your necrophilic sex. It's the part of the queer community we haven't gotten to hear from yet is necrophiliac penguins. Oh, no. So stay it's tuned. It's time to end. Stay tuned it's for season four. <laughs> or don't. Do whatever the fuck you want. Um, This has been a wonderful season. Thank you to all of our guests. We couldn't have yes. done it without all of you. We love you dearly. Thank you to all of our listeners. Um, in the interim, please continue to support us. Please continue to tell friends, enemies. Um, rate, review, Subscribe email us at do you queer we're currently taking um we're taking bookings for guest spots right now so please uh let us know if you or someone in your life uh would be wanting to come on the show and chat queerly with us so cute without further a queer see you soon see you soon stay stay Frosty.
0: queer. stay angry and stay tuned happy halloween oh, god <laughs> bye do you queer, do you queer?
1: Do you do queer? Do you do queer? Do you do queer? Do you do queer? Do you queer? Do you queer?